0: Welcome to Relentless Pursuits Podcast. My name is Sean Clay Brooks and I am the host. I'm excited about my guest today. And before we begin, I wanna just give you some information about her. She is the president and CEO of Skyrocket Communications and has over three decades of combined experience in communications, marketing, community engagement, sales strategy, business development, fundraising, and event management. She is a certified nonprofit consultant who is a member of the National Association of Nonprofit Organizations and Executives. And she serves as the President of the New Jersey Alumni Chapter of North Carolina A&T State University. She serves on the Media Communications Committee for the Senior Law Center which is a nonprofit organization protecting the rights of older Pennsylvanians. Most recently, she held the first Sound Minds Mental Health Awareness and Solutions Conference. This event was held on July the 15th, which by the way, is Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. So to tell us more about her passion for this this project, I welcome Tanya Simmons-Reed. Welcome, Tanya. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you.
0: I'm excited (laughs) to have you. I'm honored to sit at your feet today and just listen to your heart, your passion and your drive for what you do. You know, I, I went through some of your material that was online about your Sound Minds Conference and I read a review And the review said, I walked away feeling informed and inspired. And I know that that was your goal for one of the goals for your Sound Minds conference. But what I want to ask you is, what do you believe the passion for this project was
1: birthed out of? It was really birthed out of pain, frustration, um, a lack of knowledge, uh, so many things that my husband um, my family experienced as we went through our own personal mental health journey with our son and um, if it had not been for a village of people that we were able to just literally I say get naked with right because we had to take it all off and say this is what we're going through and do you know do you know about facilities do you know um how about therapists do you know this right. do you know that and um it really made me you know god put on my heart because i was just crying out i was like why are we going through this god you know because i truly believe that he knows the end from the beginning so he knew we were going to be at this place and right he, right but why like what are we supposed to get out of it and so mm. that's when um it just came to me one day put on my heart and it was like you're going through this, so you can help other people who may be going through this. And so, um, as you read, you know, I've done marketing, events, all those things for every for different people, different companies. But this was something that he put in my hands for me to produce for, you know, originally, not you know being hired to do it by anybody else. But aye, no, aye. this is going to be an event that you're going to start from the idea to fruition.
0: Mm, And I tell you, Tanya, I've been in social work um probably over 20 years now and i work um with um children and teenagers adolescents i've done that work for years and that's one of the issues that when we go into the home sometimes a lot of families you'd be surprised how the information is not out there for families to access and they feel so alone they feel like you where am i going to get the help who's going to understand me um who do i talk to so i think that your event was timely it was relevant and it was needful and and people need to know because it's a lot of people who are suffering silently and like I said reading your materials I read this quote something that you said you said it's underneath our shell that matters most tell me more about that statement
1: because you know We say you might say tanya how are you doing i'm good i'm good or you might see me and not even think to ask because you just see me you see the visual and the visual looks like okay her clothes are ironed you know she's matching her hair's done you know she's good you know she's got on makeup whatever but underneath that shell like what am i really feeling and and am i communicating it or am i suppressing it and just keeping it inside of me Which eventually we know, my husband always says, it's going to implode or explode, one or the other if you keep Mm. it inside, and so, um, you know, so it's not really about the exterior, it's about the interior. You know, we say that with beauty, it's about inside beauty more than it is outer beauty, right? Because at some point, the outer isn't going to get it, (laughs) it's not going to stop producing, you get Mm -hmm. comfortable with it, but, you know, it's what, Matt, what's going on inside of our shell, inside of this body of ours. Uh, that really matters the most.
0: And you're right, because I remember I used to have this teacher in um, Bible school and he used to always tell us, if you want changes and you want to think, you want to see things change in your life, it has to start from the inside out. And isn't it funny when we go through things, the outward may look a certain way, but eventually what's on the inside will eventually spill out, whether it's in our conversation, whether it's in our demands demeanor or actions, so you're absolutely right. Would you say, because I've dealt with so many families who've dealt with uh, mental illness, depression, anxiety, um, just different things with their children, would you say transparency is important? And if so, why? Why would you say transparency is so important when it comes
1: to these issues? Because, well, first of all, yes. Definitely important, uh, critically important, because that's the only way you're going to get help, right? Um, Is if you're transparent and you're really acknowledging how you're feeling or what you may be dealing with as a caregiver of someone who um, is dealing with mental illness. It's important that you are transparent, you share your feelings, and even Sean, being transparent with yourself, right? because mm. you first have to admit it because a lot of people um that i find and we maybe have been originally were in denial you know yeah. like yeah this isn't really happening right. everything's gonna be fine there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong like mm-hmm. that, we're not that's not what we're seeing you know <laughs> so yeah. yeah um but we have to really first be transparent with ourselves to say mm-hmm. hey something's not right and right. then you know, be able to pick up the phone and call people that you know. Because you know what I found, Sean, is that God has so many rams in the bushes for us. Mm. Like, get to one bush. Boom. Somebody's there. What? You know this? Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. You know, people want to help, but they're people are waiting for the ask and if we don't ask they don't know that we need help and people do assume our shell is fine right they keep moving forward nothing is going on but things are really happening behind you know underneath it all right so transparency is important
0: it is because, you know, it's it's walking in truth. And so many times you'll hear, you know, the scripture um, it's the truth that will set you free. And we, are, we think sometimes just the truth of the word, but it's the truth of our situation because it takes a lot of courage, doesn't it? And it takes some understanding because there is a process when you're going through something because you go through different stages of change and stages when you're in a situation. And one of those stages is denial. Um, and so many times we're, you know, taught to believe, well, even in the church, just pray it away or just confess the word. It's just, it's no, it's going to go away. Everything's going to be all right. But I have found you cannot do that. You do have to take time to acknowledge the truth and come out of the denial part of it. Because that is when you get the help and that's all a part of transparency. And even what you're doing now, sharing your story and being transparent. So many people won't talk about things until someone takes a courageous step and says, hey, I'm there, I'm going through that. My family's gone through that. Because like you said, so many people just look at the outward, external, and they judge everything by that. Oh, everything's okay, everything's good. But when you open up, I have found In the last year, transparency is so powerful, Mm. especially if you're talking about helping people and advocating for people and getting them the help that they need and even helping them um, come to the truth of what they're going through because the first thing you think we think is is something wrong with me this can't be fixed or or sometimes parents think like what did i do wrong what did yes. i do wrong yes. it's my fault and yes. all those things when you get that stuff out in the atmosphere and you talk about that and you can learn no it's not it's not right. and that's freeing in itself there so yeah. there are lots of barriers don't you think
1: it's funny you you hit two words that were actually uh, our session titles at the Sound Minds Mental Health Awareness and Solutions Conference, and that was fault. Our adolescent and young adult panel was called the Fault Factor, because wow. it does go back and forth about mm-hmm. is it the parents' fault, the children, you know, your child, you know, of course they're adolescent, young adult, but they're always your babies, right? So right, children right. Whose fault is it? Why am I like this, or why mm-hmm. am I dealing like this? And then you talked about barriers. Our women's panel was called entitled "Beyond the Barriers," and mm-hmm. that was, you know, dealing with uh, women and how we sometimes, you know, can't see uh, over the barriers because we're so caught up in what we're carrying and what we're trying. You know, we're just continuing, not really being productive, but just being busy and and loading. Yeah. Um, ourselves up with things that just kind of take over.
0: True, true. Do you think, what do you think are some of the barriers um, that may have prevents people in the community from getting the help they need? Are there any particular barriers that you think um, can prevent people from getting the help that they need?
1: Well, number one, I think, you know, is having the conversations uh, with our generations, you know what I mean. Like I don't remember my family having mental health conversations, or no. you know, Aunt Such and Such no. uh, dealt with this, or you know, because just like when you go to the doctors and they ask you, does anybody in your family have heart disease? Does anyone have? has anyone had cancer, you know, we should be able to identify what mental illnesses um, have gone through, you know, have been in our family because there are hereditary traits in some of those. Right. Exactly. um, But even having those conversations, because not only would they make us uh, aware of what, you know, what we could tell our doctors, but also more empathetic, like, you know, this, this conference wasn't was, was a little different. Be, I mean, it wasn't to quote unquote, it wasn't for professionals, so to speak. It was for the community. And because a lot of times, like we may not have a mental illness that we're dealing with, a mental challenge. Um, we may not be caregiving for someone who does, but we may interact. It could be the person who um, is the cashier at the grocery store exactly. every time we go in. Or, you know, if we volunteer um, at church, there may be, you know, different people that we interact with and we have to be empathetic and understand um how they might be feeling you know exactly. um exactly. but I think that having those conversations is critical um I think what we've talked about thus far the uh transparency um, admitting that something is not right you know um we try to we try to but on our shelves as families, right? Nothing's wrong with our family. We're good, we're good, we're cool. We got this, we got that. You know, we can carry this, we can do this. We have all this money. We have this. That does not make you immune from mental health challenges, from mental challenges. Challenges. And we have to be able to just be transparent and get the help that we need, and get rid of all the stigmas, and stop saying certain things like, yes. "Oh, crazy. he's crazy. She's just crazy. You know, yeah. or she doesn't know what yeah. she's talking about." Or just put her, put him over there in the room, in the corner. He'll be fine. Turn the TV on. Yeah. You know, give him some food. You know, we yeah. have, we have to go beyond those barriers. You know, beyond that, and we have to really um, understand. It's rampant in our communities because we don't want to get the help, you know? Right, uh, right? So we really don't get the diagnosis because we don't go to the doctors about it. Um, right. You know, uh, the main things I see and I stand to be corrected because I'm an advocate at this point because right. of my family. I'm not right. a professional. I just have a heart and to help. And this is just, you know, really important to me. And that is, um, you know, that we have to be willing to deal with the news, you know, mm-hmm. we have to be willing to deal with the diagnosis, but that's not the end all be all. Then the next phase starts because we got to be able to still, people who have mental illness can live their best life. We have yes, to, yes, absolutely. And medication is fine. You know, exactly. We can't just exactly. pray for everything to no. go away. No. You know, and we have to pray for guidance and good doctors and a good village, you know. Yes. Um, we learned with our son they said that the people at the hospital said a lot of people just drive by and drop people off they don't even yes. stop Yes. They, just, they can't take it they're yes. burnt out they mm-hmm. don't have the patience they don't have the energy and so they just drive by drop them off and keep it moving
0: Yes. and, and they yeah. said
1: you know in what i've been reading and just trying to learn as much as i can that it's the community it's the family that's more important in that healing process than the doctors really
0: Yes, yes it is i have i have been like i said in the work that i do we would you're right they do sometimes people will drop off um their teenagers their, their kids or a family member and they're like i don't want anything to do with this fix them and when the sessions start they need like you said it it needs the entire family to heal it takes the entire family to work and sometimes it's just like a lack of knowledge what people the stigmas like you said the stigmas about it and i know growing up i've never even heard you know your family sit around talk about mental illness but you did hear aunt such-a-such a, a, you know just leave her alone right you know lead him over there we're not gonna bother you know (laughs) go crazy. You just just ignore him. And those things also have become barriers, just the stigma, the stigma. And that does need to change because it's even, it's trickled into the church um, where we make people feel bad um, for medication and um, taking medication and certain things like that. But one thing that they always taught us that God wants to use the natural and the supernatural because he actually, just like he calls people to do all kinds of projects in the ministry, he calls therapists, he calls psychiatrists, he calls scientists to unlock certain things, certain avenues of knowledge and wisdom so that we can have that quality life. I know, I, I met a lady one time, Tanya, and she did not know that she was challenged with mental illness she didn't know she was depressed she just thought she was tired all the time she couldn't get out the bed and, but she, and she trained herself to just function through it um, although it was very hard for her but when she found out she had a diagnosis and began taking medication she said hope flooded flooded her life because she knew wait a minute I'm not the only one going through this and now I can make it you know I can make it there's hope for my tomorrow and she said she went through a period of time where she wouldn't take her medication because she didn't like how it made her feel at first but she kept working with her doctors and they were able to adjust some things and she talked a lot about shame Mm. that she had to defeat the shame and the embarrassment, which all stem not so much from her illness and her challenge, but it stemmed from the stigmas that you know were developed and made aware in the communities so like you said transparency is so important and knowledge what do you think some practical things that churches can do because churches are in communities everywhere and people i found that a lot of people will go to their churches for counseling for that um what do you think churches can do better to help people who are in the congregation who's suffering
1: silently? I think, I mean, this is a great question. <laughs> you know, you and I are talking about this. But, it's loaded. Uh, so, you know, let's just start here though. They need professional people helping, they yes. need a professional network. Experts. Just because you're a minister or a pastor and you are not trained, That's professionally it. trained. That's it. Educated, knowledgeable, book knowledge, research. You know, you've been in program, you are a therapist with the, right. no, the letters after <laughs> your exactly. name. Exactly. Exactly. And you should not be counseling, um, doing mental health counseling, right? Absolutely. So Absolutely. I think that is critical because professional help is needed. And you have a lot of wonderful people, such as yourself. Who are believers, who are trained, and who can counsel, or at least identify when you need uh, more serious um, exactly. attention. Exactly. Right? And so, I think that that is that is super important that we that churches accept the fact that they merge and partner with the professional arena, with the, mm-hmm. the behavioral health facility, or, you know, those people come on and counsel or, you know, see members so many days a week or in the community, like what a beautiful partnership something yes. like that could be. That That um, is
0: so important, so important. Thing,
1: I think uh, even with, you know, when my son started his journey, um, I wrote a whole page of affirmations just because i talked to the doctor i found out what they were looking at and what needed to kind of redirect itself because you know i believe what we speak over our family our children ourselves is important uh, maybe they can provide uh, prayers affirmations something for um around mental health you know we always use sound minds came from that scripture but we hear that a lot but let's go deeper right because what what can counteract anxiety? What can counteract psychosis? What can counteract when you're in a manic um, depression? You know, right. what can counteract those things? And and I think also this doesn't just start in the church, but in our community, we're so fast-paced. We say, How are you doing? And we keep it keep going. How you do how are you doing is like hello? No, how you're doing is a question let me hear you then if you say fine just so just fine just okay what's wrong what's going on you know like we have to really listen to each other and so that's really where I feel that um those are three things I feel that the church could possibly help um and and also being a place um I know many churches that have had like the 12-step program or you know dealing with um Mm -hmm. Drugs and alcohol, but it's a difference with mental health. Some is. are dual diagnosed where exactly. they're self medicating because, right. of because, because of, of that. that. Mm-hmm. But let's deal with the mental health issue and know that um, it's, it's here. Let's acknowledge it, right? Yes. Let's start to acknowledge here. it and let's, it's let's tackle it. Because even anger, we see the police, we've seen a lot of things happening. Um, and and they're not stable. People are not stable. Their medications are mm-hmm. off balance. You know, I I found out recently that even in prison when you get discharged if you're on medication, there's a waiting period yes. for both before they even get the medication they need. So yes. there's without their medication, waiting for paperwork and all that other stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. It's critical. It is critical. It is. It's vital.
1: And then they get unstable and end up right back in. Back
0: where they, mm-hmm.
1: So Absolutely. Those are all things that, you know, yeah. <laughs> you can talk about all day.
0: Yes. And and I love <laughs> the point. Yep. I love what you said about um just uh, churches mm-hmm. making sure that if they do not have the professional people who have expertise and training in that area that they don't attempt to counsel but they refer they collaborate with other community agencies that specialize in that like you said that is an awesome partnership i know a church tanya that actually every i think like every three months they have Um, well they already have therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists that attend the church and they developed um, a conference and sessions that they have. They even have like a support group Um, for caregivers um, and they also constantly have communication at their desk, at their lobby area with resource numbers for people to call when they find themselves in crisis. So you're absolutely right about that. Now this was a conference that you put the conference together and I want to ask you if you could share two things that you learned from the conference that you did not know and if it's more than two it's okay that you didn't Know prior to the conference, what are two things
1: as far as producing it or from the learning about from the learning about
0: um, the mental health and what are two things that stood out to you that would be beneficial for other people to know?
1: So you're right; there were a lot more than two. I'm gonna mm-hmm. hone in on two though. One okay. was um, during the men's panel um, that men find it. So special and important for us as women to just say, I see you. I see you. I see you. Acknowledging them, letting them know we got, we see them and they're doing good and they're doing great and appreciating. Really, it boils down to appreciation. The and man, that, the yes, man, you, the man in your life. life. Okay. Right. Mm. Yeah. And any, and just, you know, like, acknowledging them that goes a long way and because they carry a lot they put a lot of pressure on themselves not only mm-hmm. them but society and we mm-hmm. do too right As yes, wives we do. And, yes we do yes we do and daughters we we can put a lot on them too and so just simply saying i see you i see you got you i see you you know it's powerful wow and i was like wow because it's not buying a gift or doing this or doing that. It's, it's just speaking and letting them know We see, we see how hard you I see it. how hard you're working, I see, I see mm. you doing your thing. I see you. I see you getting wow. better. Yeah. So that mm. was powerful to me. Um <laughs> other thing is during the women's panel. My sister was one of the panelists, my twin sister i found got diagnosed as being bipolar at 40. 40. we never i don't remember seeing the things like she's she just she got naked on the panel it was it was beautiful it was brave and it was life-changing and just what she shared which i do know this but some things were like boom you really need to know this and a lot of us i think were impacted because i was hearing uh, testimonials about this as well but she was just reinforcing that if we don't go to work because we're not feeling good or we need a day to ourselves the work is gonna get done with or without you it absolutely. will go on absolutely it will go on so we have to stop taking so much on and thinking oh I've got to do it. They need me. Or nobody's going to do it. Or it's not going to get done. It's not going to get done. But we really have to be intentional about self-care and putting ourselves first. I have a massage envy gift card that my daughter gave me two Mother's Days ago. I'm so long with using massage gift cards because I have to make myself take time for me. But I've got to change that attitude. And that's one thing that it was, you know, like a wake up call, which is really um, my initial goal with all of them was <laughs> to be a wake up call to our community. And right. it was like, okay, you're right. Nobody, no one's gonna buy, if you don't go in, It's not the business isn't gonna stop.
0: Yeah, no. it's not, you're, it's where not. Where you're
1: working, it's gonna keep rolling. Things are gonna happen with or without you. And you have to decide whether you want it to happen with you not healthy or with you healthy.
0: Healthy. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you so much. And then I I do have a final question for you, well, too, but this one is if someone is listening now or viewing this and, and they've been battling, they've been struggling, they don't know who to talk to. They don't know what to do. What would you tell them?
1: I would say that you are not alone. First of all, you're not alone. Um, and then I would look up the numbers, probably that the church you referred to has um, you know, the National Suicide Prevention Line, there's a Veterans Crisis Line, there's a Caregiver Network, um, and there's also NAMI, um, the National Alliance of Mental Illness. Yes. And I would definitely refer them to these numbers. Um, so that they could get professional help. You know, I would do my best. Um, what I, can I throw in one more thing I learned? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Dr. Ben, who did our closing keynote, he talked about listening, right? You need a therapist. You need a professional who can number that has, you have two ears, one to listen to what you're saying and one to listen to what you're not saying, Mm. that is powerful yes that is powerful because this is important right for your absolutely and everybody who says they're a therapist doesn't mean that they're good you've got to find the right one but you want one right can listen to what you're saying and and listen to to what what you're not not saying saying. absolutely and he's in his words so you can't put the okey-doke on him (laughs) Yeah, so you but can't me, put the down. It's opi-dose. so true, right? That is because so me, true. I just like if I say, I'm good, I'm doing good, they would know in that other ear, you are not doing well, what is going on?
0: Right, and they would know <laughs> what to ask and they would right. know what to, to observe. They would know exactly. Right. Beyond what you're saying, they would know you're absolutely right, right. you are absolutely right. And if anybody is listening in New Jersey, um, there is a state resource number and they can just dial 211 on their phone and ask for any service that they're in need of, there is it's a hub there that will give you whatever resource that you need. Um, so if someone is listening um and you're in New Jersey, it's 211 and they can help you. Well, Tanya, can you share with us um your web page how people can get in touch with you, any events that you're involved with, your social media platform?
1: So we're here about sign, sound minds. I want to stay, you know, focused. I'm, I'm really, like I said, that was really a fake move. My thing was to do it whether I had five or 15. I didn't care. I was being obedient um, to God because I was supposed to have it in 2020, and the pandemic hit. And so I said, well, I'm doing it this year. And um, you know, because uh, we weren't sure about everything opening up, I just kept it viral, um, viral virtual, which I'm glad right. that I did um and so uh I'm now trying to figure out what's the next step because mm. I, I'm in something right now right that I can't get out yeah of. Um, yeah you know um I one of uh Monica Walker who was part of she was the one who really devoted a lot of her time uh you know she said God told her to clear her schedule do whatever I needed to help me get this birth and she did and so mm. um but awesome. when we were praying the day of the event she was like um she heard God say, solidify her niche, solidify her niche, and solidify and, and, her niche. My niche, yeah, my specialty, my platform mm. around. And because mental health, I don't know everything, I'm telling you, Sean. We're going through it, right. we just We're going through a journey right now. Every day is different. We just get up and see how it is and work through it, and it's hard. You know, there have been times where my son doesn't talk to me for a month you know yeah he yeah. doesn't think i'm his mom yeah. and you know and it's hard you know that's my son and right i have to keep a distance you know then he attaches to my husband so it's a lot on him so right my family um it impacts my daughter you know it it impacts our whole family and so um even through planning for this conference i was going through it to the point where i was like well maybe I just can't do it right now it's too much and you know monica helped me and rachel came in and we just they helped me carry it out and give birth you know mm-hmm. um and so uh i have started a private facebook group that is um the sound minds uh, conference facebook group awesome. and there i'm gonna start working on um putting up some of the videos, because we did record the conference.
0: Oh, nice, nice.
1: That we can put up there that I think will help um, people, and just being getting in position to what's next, um, definitely coming with a conference next year as well in 2022, and just seeing how I can be an advocate and continue to help, because it's really about the information, you know, and us Mm -hmm. learning and being empathetic and understanding ourselves and the people around us our families and our community and just be it's all rooted in love you know i believe and love is an action word so how do we how do we do that um, and not judge and but just really embrace each other the theme was true colors because um, I don't know if you remember this song, but it's like, um, I see your true colors shining through. Yes. And that's why I love you. Don't be afraid um, mm. to let it show your true colors are beautiful like a rainbow. So whether I'm blue today, mm. whatever I'm feeling, I should be able to know that I'm, I'm in a comfortable place where I can let you see my colors. Right. And you're mm. still gonna love me and be there for me and work through this with me. Uh, Rosalind Daniel, she did a, a session called The Struggle is Real About Caregiving. She's like, we have to be comfortable with our discomfort as mm. caregivers because imagine what the person affected with a mental health challenge is feeling. So we have to get comfortable with that discomfort and just ride it out and get through it. But it's gonna mm. be okay, you know. So wow,
0: yeah, and that that is like, it's gonna be okay are the words that you'd be surprised how impactful those words are to someone in the midst of a journey and like you said it's the knowledge and and i thank you on behalf of the community and and just people who haven't even who are suffering silently and are about to come out um because of the sacrifices you and your family made, the um, courage that you all have displayed by telling your story. Um, So many people are gonna come out and they're gonna acknowledge their need um, for help. And they're gonna, it's almost like you made a way you know how everybody sings that song you made a way well it's like you made a way for other people and you may not realize that you opened the door for other people to walk through and get the help that they need and to let them know it's okay it's not your fault it's not mom's yeah. fault it's not dad's fault you know we're gonna make it through this and i wanted just to leave you with first corinthians 15 58 um, in all that you're doing i wanted to say to you that Therefore, my beloved Tanya, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. Everything that you have um, gone through with your family, everything that you are going through, it's not in vain. Um, And God has an awesome plan for your son. Um, in spite of the challenges, in spite of the obstacles, you're going to make it out of this season. You and your family, you're going to make it out of this season. And so many other people you're going to be able to bring along into victory and into health and wholeness. So I just want to thank you. Thank you thank so much. You. You're so busy. I <laughs> you're so brilliant and, and you have so many projects and to take time to sit down with me and just chat about this and talk about it i am honored i'm so grateful to you and i appreciate you and like you said it's never by mistake that we meet people and that we get to know people it's never by mistake it's always purpose behind
1: it and i well, want you I to you And I'm so proud of you doing your podcast. and Thank you. you um, And your heart has always been uh, super big. And I just have always loved your spirit. And so I'm just excited to be able to be a part and honored and grateful that you allowed me this time to be able to share. Absolutely. um, You know, and then in addition, if anyone does want to read, we do have an email address, info at soundmindsconference.com and that okay. will stay open uh, so um, okay if has any questions or wants to partner or share about any mental health events that they're having um we just want to be a resource in between mm-hmm. um, having events but there are a lot of conversations we're looking at having even with mental health in the military um and mental health in church and everything so mm-hmm. because those those are important conversations I, we're about having transparent conversations. Right,
0: thank you. Thank you so much for being willing, relevant, and needful, because that is exactly, it's relevant, it's needful, and it's timely. So thank, thank you me. so much, Tanya. We love you and keep us posted with everything that you're gonna um, do when you get knowledge, you get information, Um please share it. Uh, thank you, thank you so much. Thank God you. bless you.